Donaldson era comes to an end with the New York Yankees. So he didn't even make it two seasons, and it is over. Um, Josh Donaldson was on the 60-day IL and was due to be activated, I think, uh, probably middle of September, thereabouts. And so by the Yankees releasing him, they're kind of doing him a favor because if he can sign on to a team you know, by September 1st, so by the end of the week, Friday uh, approximately, he will you know, be eligible for the playoff roster for whichever team he signs on to. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, this was an absolute failure. And, you know, looking back on that trade, it was it was really bad. And I wanted it to, I mean, this goes without saying, I wanted it to work, right? So thinking back on it then, you know, I was probably a little bit more optimistic about it, I think, than most, which isn't always the case. And I think a big reason was I was just so dumb with Gary Sanchez, but really, you could have just released him, right? You could have just released Gary Sanchez. Really, what you look at is, is Josh Donaldson versus Gio Urshela, and Gio was a very likable Yankee. Definitely, you know, kind of a, a bit of a fan favorite, I would say, in his time from 2019 to 2021. And, you know, I think it wasn't spoken enough how Gio really kind of did struggle in 2021. Um, but even Gio, when struggling, is still like a, just a, a very likable guy and a, and a guy that can help you win ball games. I uh, you know maybe he doesn't grade out uh, the defensive metrics don't grade out well for Gio, but you know when you look at the eye tests, like you know he was certainly very impressive. Um, at least I felt that way. Now, not to say Josh Donald Josh Donaldson Josh Donaldson's really one consistent strength with the Yankees was his defense that did remain strong. But, you know, the Yankees acquired Isaiah Conner-Falefa as part of that deal, and, like, that ultimately did not work out. I mean, last year, he was the starting shortstop, and we know how that went, and now this year he's more of a utility role, and and, and he's done a nice job, but... um, And then there's Ben Rortved, who finally now, with the Trevino injury, is getting playing time, and, you know, he's been Garrett Cole's personal catcher, but, you know the numbers speak for themselves as far as Rortved's concerned. So the reason why that trade was such a failure more than anything is taking on Josh Donaldson's contract. You've got about everything else, right? Because for the Twins, you know, Gary Sanchez, they let him walk in free agency. And and he didn't really perform well for the Twins last season. And then Gio ends up being traded to the Angels. So, you know, maybe something could come of that. I can't remember exactly who they, were, who they acquired. I think it was probably Prospects. Um, but for Donaldson, you know, that was 40, I believe that was $46 billion approximately, and maybe even more than that. I think that they're, um, yeah, he signed a four year, $92 million contract with the Minnesota twins. So this was a lot of money. I mean, everyone says the number 50 million and maybe that's an exact number. The point is, is there was a lot invested in Josh Donaldson and, and Brian Cashman swung and missed. Just like Josh Donaldson did many, many times as a Yank. So, you know, let's talk about Donaldson's couple years. You know, look, we did this earlier this season with Aaron Hicks. Now, Aaron Hicks was with, with the Yankees a lot longer, so there's a lot more to discuss as far as Yankee career, less so with Donaldson. But Donaldson, like, has an amazing track record. The one thing I did say, I remember, in that episode, and this trade definitely came as a shock. This was at a time where you knew the Yankees, like, had to make a move of somewhat significance going into 2022, and this was kind of the big splash. That was done. And, you know, the thought was, okay, Donaldson can kind of change things in the clubhouse, the clubhouse dynamic, and kind of bring some more fire. And I kind of bought into that. You know, I I don't think he's the easiest to get along with. 
he seemed, you know, within the clubhouse, he seemed fine. I, I think he was a bit of an outsider. And look, he was definitely, like, you know, the oldest guy on the team. And you know, I don't think he caused any major disturbances. But you could tell, like, you know, again, this isn't for me to speculate. He didn't seem like the most well-liked guy in the world. But, you know, but if he played well, we wouldn't even be talking about that. Josh Donaldson was a former MVP. He won the MVP, I believe, back in 2015 with the Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. 41 homers, 123 RBIs. So, and he, you know, he felt like a bit of a Yankee killer. Not a likable sort of dude. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he was one of those guys where I think if you have him on your team, you love him. And if, he, and if he's not, you hate him. So there was always that. It's like, I don't like this guy, but I want to embrace him. Like, going into it, I wanted to embrace Josh Donaldson. You know, it's just, I was always hopeful that he could do well, but that did not happen. So 2022, last season, his first season, if you remember, he starts off as the leadoff hitter. Believe it or not. And that was a departure from DJ LeMahieu. Now, things eventually turned where LeMahieu did, you know, come back to his customary leadoff role. And then Donaldson, you know, dropped more into... I would say Donaldson as a Yank was mostly batting like fifth and sixth uh, for the most part. And last year for Donaldson, uh, you know, got off to a slow start, but actually kind of turned it up. And then to me, what turned everything around negatively was the Tim Anderson-Jackie situation where, you know, Donaldson, this this must have been around May. And Donaldson looked like, if I, if I remember correctly, he was hovering maybe around like an 800 OPS or maybe a little bit lower than that. But like he was kind of slowly coming on. And then that happened. And, you know, and then I think an injury followed soon thereafter. And to me, everything kind of got worse from there. Not to say that anything was really that great to begin with. The defense was very, very good. Um... I don't think he was a Gold Glove finalist, but he certainly was worthy of it. So that was always the one thing he had going for him. But, you know, you had that. And look, like, he put up worse numbers than Gio. And Brian Cashman was very, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to be politically correct. Like, Donaldson, uh, you know, uh, Cashman said, like, you know, Gio Rochella is no Josh Donaldson. And, you know, that's a, that's a comment that's, you know, always going to come back to bite Brian Cashman. So... You know, you had the Donaldson walk-off Grand Slam against the Rays in a big game. And, you know, there were some moments. A lot of what happened was he would pimp home runs and either, you know, it would go off the wall. And, and, and it was always, you know, he would kind of stunt um, and just admire his long shots that a lot of them didn't go out. Either they were caught or they went off the wall, like I said, or it just was a bit of a mess. I mean, that happened in the play. I mean, there was... Uh, that sort of thing happened in the Cleveland series uh, in the playoffs, game one, where he ended up being tagged out between first and second. That was a thing that was bad for Donaldson. And just ultimately, the final numbers were 222 batting average, a 682 OPS, 15 homers, and 62 RBIs in 132 games. So pretty bad across the board. And what was really bad is 148 strikeouts in 132 games. Josh Donaldson was really not a guy previous to that that, well, like... like he struck out so much, way more than he had previously. Like, this was someone that was definitely declining. But if you, but if, if Josh Donaldson had had Minnesota Twins numbers, Yankees would have taken that. Look, in his series with the Twins, 842 OPS and 827 OPS. The batting averages weren't great, but at least you had that. Like, for it's funny. In the shortened, well, very, he only played 28 games in 2020, but he had a 222 batting average, which is exactly what he had last year. However, the OPS that year was 842. Last season was 682. 
really, really bad. Really, really bad. The pop just simply wasn't there, right? So the not only was the on-base percentage low at 308, but the slugging was low at 374. So let's fast forward to this year. He comes back. And we knew that that was going to happen. They were kind of stuck with him with that contract. And, you know, they were, look, Aaron Boone with uh, John Boy and Jake and talking Yanks. So yet last year he predicted correctly. You know, they asked him, like, who's a guy who you kind of like, you know, maybe a little like someone that we don't always talk about. And he said Nestor Cortez, and he was right. This year he said Josh Donaldson, and he ended up being wrong. So within the first couple weeks of the season, he gets injured, uh, a calf injury versus the Phillies in like the second series. So that shut him down for a few months. He comes back, and I'll give Donaldson one bit of credit, like just one bit of credit. He was hitting home runs. Um, like the slugging was 434, which, you know, compared to the year before, it's 374. And like he had, again, it was, the numbers were really weird and bad. He had 10 homers and 15 RBIs. He only had, so he had 15 hits on the season. 10 homers, one double, and four singles. It was pretty fucked up. And it was embarrassing, but I, I I do have to give him some credit. Like he did seem like he had home run pop, and honestly, I would think a team probably will sign him, I, assuming he's all in, which I think he would be. I, I think that someone would, because again, like at bats per home run, um, you know, it was about ten, which was like which is like judge range. Again, the sample size is lower for Donaldson. Either way, though, his batting average comes out to one forty two. 142 batting average in 34 games. Uh, yeah, like, extremely ugly. And the Donaldson, you know, error as a Yank was bad. There's no way to, sh you, you can't sugarcoat it. And, uh, and it's that contract as well that just made it so, just so awful. Uh, again, this is something that I wanted to work out, but it didn't happen. So now Josh Donaldson, as we speak, is a free agent. You know, we saw Aaron Hicks sign on with the Baltimore Orioles, which, like, kind of came as a surprise. We'll see where Josh Donaldson lands, right? You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, just came to me. Like, do did the, did the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, does he go back there? Matt Chapman just went on the injured list. So, again, just s complete speculation. But, you know, we'll, we'll see if slash where he goes. But his time as Yankee is done, and, that, and that's a good thing. And, and one point that I that I left out, of course, is, you know, the, the reasoning really, besides the obvious ineffectiveness, it's the fact that the Yankees are out of the playoff hunt. That's one. And two, they are going to be giving kids a chance. And so for Don, so it kind of caught me off. I was like, wait a minute. This, I know the Yankees are stubborn, but this makes no sense. I remember I was saying uh, in the last episode, uh, I believe in the Rays episode, that if Donald's coming back, that must mean that they have a plan to shut down Judge or Stanton. Clearly, that's not the plan. And, you know, that they told Donaldson, look, like, once we activate you, we're not going to really be able to play you much. And so this is, this is something that makes sense. Happy this is over with, and really frustrated that that Twins-Yankees trade will will go down. Um, I don't know where you want to rank it, but it's one of Brian Cashman's worst trades. Uh, and that's saying a lot, coming from someone who desperately wanted Gary Sanchez gone. Uh, it really turned out about as bad as it could have possibly gone. So again, the Yankees release former MVP, Josh Donaldson.